0: Gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Killer Collab Podcast. My name I is Tony to D. Road Tone deaf in Florida. I'm over in Florida. What? I, I are they- so dramatic, Joe. Geez. Anyway, to my first left, we have Chris Lato from Reaper Films. How's it going? Been a while. Been a long time. Long, a long,
1: long time. Long. time wow, I you say. I just right? excited about being here. Right? like the. that, I'm so mon- is that monotone, is.
2: monotone, monotone, monotone. I think I'm autistic.
3: No. no.
2: I'm not right. weird. I, I do weird shit. You do. You do. And to
0: my other left, that guy over there, <laughs> <laughs> Mr.
1: Joe Davison. Uh, hi, everyone.
0: No, you're just high. <laughs> <laughs> you, you've, you've hi. You've got the everyone. I'm in the front of the hi, everyone. I
1: did? I'm hi, everyone. Hi, everyone. There you go. <laughs> really
0: I'm hi, everyone. Um, home, honey, I'm hi? What? Oh, well.
1: <laughs> I don't usually eat. Uh-huh. I, I just had the snacks brought in by uber snacks Good okay. thing now is expensive. it yeah uber Snacks. it is <laughs> uber i got a cup it was eighty-two fifty. dollars
0: and we have a special guest in the studio today miss julia starchevsky <laughs> did you. he say that right i feel like he butchered it 100%, 100% did
3: not wow
1: that's, perfect. that's great wow you're perfect tony so d i guess you are
0: right usually <laughs> Usually,
1: all right. I'm not gonna argue,
0: but you do it all the day, every day. No, not every day. I don't argue. As so, we are arguing,
1: this is a conversation <laughs> about what I don't do.
0: As you argue continuously,
1: I don't think I was.
0: Anyway, so today, Julia, tell us, tell us our, uh, our wonderful audience from many, many different locations that we have discussed previously. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Oh, gosh. Um, start anywhere. You can like, start right there.
3: I but. was definitely born. No. And, uh...
0: Good starter. Good, <laughs> Good starter. <job.
3: laughs> Everyone, she's real. I, well.
0: She's behind me. As, as far
3: say. as I can tell. Um, yeah. I guess I'm originally from Russia or Moldova more technically, which was part of the Soviet Union. Okay. I... Um, Worked in tech for a long time. I also used to belly dance for fun. Me too. Yeah, same, same. I got my MBA. I was like, screw the corporate world. I'm going to belly dance. I got an
1: MBA in belly dancing. Did
3: you? Yeah. We're going to take this it was off. A lot. I want to see your hips
0: move. We're his MBA
2: is his my belt adjusted.
3: I get but... that. <laughs> what that actually for. My, my big ass. <laughs>
0: so
2: you were saying you were a really belly, belly dancer. Or did what you what's the like...
3: quotation marks? No,
2: like. Oh, okay, sorry. No, was,
4: he's like, so you say you're a woman. <laughs>
2: no, like, what did you like? Did you dance at clubs or bars or restaurants or
3: all of on stage? Like, I did theater. Um, I used to teach for a little bit.
0: Fantastic! Um, what did you teach? Belly, belly, belly dancing. dancing. <laughs> Just belly dancing. <laughs> that's what we're talking about.
3: Uh, that's belly the dancing only. Career. I mean, I I danced a lot. I did ballet yeah. as well and well, other.
0: Well, because I know in like, you know, in those uh, in those countries, there's ballroom dancing is very big. Is it, isn't, isn't that very big in uh, different countries over there? In yeah. Russia, Yeah, I left when I was
4: nine. Correct.
3: So yes. I did take ballroom dance when I was 14. See? I did for a year or two.
0: That's
1: why I asked. I did. <laughs> very knowledgeable. <laughs> <laughs> I taught dancing. Yeah? Yeah. For real. What did you teach? True story. Swing. Oh.
4: Ballroom.
1: I don't have oh, the ankles for that. Foxtrot. Swing dancing okay. is awesome. Yeah. I, I don't yeah, have the ankles for swing years ago 20 we're talking 20 years 17 years ago
3: it's probably about the same for me yeah
4: Wow. Yeah.
1: wow. yeah, I like how you look
4: directly
3: at my ankles. It's like, I don't know. Her ankles don't look like she's <laughs>
1: <laughs> I was like, my ankles can't swing dance, so I just. Yeah. I, got, I got legs of a beast, Ooh, bro. Look real. at these fucking legs. All right.
0: Look at that. Get her done. Like yeah, this,
4: the <laughs> this is where all of sorrow sits. That's your problem area? Sorrow yeah. Sits.
0: yeah. You mean <laughs> sorrow and the ice cream when you're just sitting on the. Well, the I couch can't couch eat ice about.
1: cream. I'm lactose intolerant.
0: I'm lactose intolerant, I'm lactose intolerant. Uh, uh, intolerant
1: too. I you. It's really... Hatch me outside. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm allergic that's to nuts, not, too. That? I'm allergic to dairy, nuts. You're
1: your body. You're so allergic, your balls are leaving.
0: Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a...
3: There's no follow-up to that No, one, there's no. not. There's no, it's just...
2: As Joe uh, talks about my balls... Always. Yummy. Uncomfortable silences. Yes. I just wanted to bring something up
0: you guys you want to bring something up yeah. Never.
1: well I thought it'd be uh ceremonious yeah
0: uh, I just go go ahead I
1: just thought it would be
0: Is your phone fitting. not functioning No, my phone's functioning.
1: it's really clogged with porn so it's slow
0: long. It's uh, long. uh-huh what are we,
3: wait what are we hearing
0: all right
1: It's the Filipino na- National Anthem.
4: <laughs> <laughs> for, uh, for, for our wonderful <laughs> audience in the Philippines.
2: What do they do with their national anthem? Do they do this? Or? I don't know. It's just Other a way. flag. It looks a lot like, uh, no offense, Mexico. Really? Yeah, the Filipino flag just colors. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah.
0: I mean, even though I can't tell the colors. No, it kind of looks like Puerto Rico without the star, right? There is a star there. It's...
2: Thank you to all the Filipino fans out there.
0: Thank you. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Stand up now to your anthem.
2: Thanks for listening, folks. Thank you. We love you so much. So much. So much. Thank you. Anyway, that was
1: great. Yeah. So Julia, (laughs) I've been trying to do that for weeks now. You escaped the corporate world. Please tell us. Yeah, how did you escape the world?
3: Uh mostly just by quitting.
4: Oh well, yeah, that'll be it. That'll do it. Well I've done that a lot you know, like today. I what? Ski <laughs> you guys! Ski you guys meet him!
3: Uh, no, I left and came back. I, I worked in um, product management in, in the tech world for oh, yeah. a long time. And then recently that's how I met Chris is I'm interested in being the world's funniest person, obviously, which I already am. So started doing comedy, improv, I've gotten good luck acting. catching up. Thank
1: you. (laughs) I take
3: that as encouragement. I I, I can feel your belief in me just like warming my middle center. Well,
1: all right, let's calm down now.
3: (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, I I actually just accepted a job where I'll be doing HR recruiting part time, but also, you know, doing stuff on my own creatively and making people laugh.
0: what, yeah. Do it. What, where, um, do it. your first show. Um where did you get your motivation for your like first show? What, your first joke? Your first what was the first story that you told? what's
1: wrong with you. What kind of question is that? Yeah, well cuz cuz
0: everyone everyone wanted to like know when someone started to you say comedy. it
1: just happens.
0: Do you even remember that? It's your, like your first you know, set. Your what you first had, set. I for
1: a month and a half ago. So, tough, yeah, hey? not your first do, set. You've, been, you've done you've your first set. Your first set. Yeah, uh, I mean, Your friends and it. family were always like, yeah, stuff, like but, but but you're, you're f- so funny. You should just stand up. Yeah, uh, just stand yeah. up, Joe. Exactly. I don't want to do stand
2: up. I said that to you my can't. girlfriend. I, <laughs> I can't. i horrible at stand up. I say that to my girlfriend. She's freaking hilarious. I, I, like, I she can't makes me like, cry, laugh. And I'm like, you should do stand up. No way. I'm too shy. It, it's I don't want to be in front of people. I said, just your shtick could be like turn your back to the audience and do it. But she just That's offensive. She just won't do it.
3: It's interesting. You're, of all the things I've done on stage, to me, being funny on stage was the least nerve-wracking out of it. Really? Singing, dancing. Yeah, just because mm. it feels... I mean, yeah, there's yeah. a moment, but it didn't feel like... Mm. Like It is a skill, though. It's different being Absolutely. funny one person <clears throat> because what you don't realize is like, on a human... I mean, this is not funny, but like on a human <laughs> level, your nervous system connects with other people. Mm-hmm. So she kind of intuitively, because she's your girlfriend or she was your friend, whoever, like, you know Mistress. when kind of how to time things to make somebody laugh you don't Mm -hmm. know that with an audience so you kind of have to like you kind of have to feel it out so that's why they say you have to do it over and over because there is a skill component that you
1: don't have in a room there's training yeah yeah you mentioned improv how long have you been doing improv
3: a few months everything is a few everything you asked me is a few months Wow. well welcome to the industry
1: yeah and you're already here on our podcast wow that's crazy
2: <laughs> well, I brought I thought she would be an interesting guy Like she literally left her high-paying job career her to be
4: yeah, very stand high up. Paying.
2: And is this the one that we're going to show the room
4: to?
3: Oh God, it's in the room.
2: Well, you don't want to know. I do want to know. I do. do. I don't
4: know. I'm starting to. <laughs> okay. uh, now he's nervous. <laughs> <Yeah>. anyway, <laughs> uh, I gotta go. Wait, what's? It?
3: Yeah. Why are we doing this podcast? We should yeah. be in the room.
4: <laughs> <laughs> oh my
3: gosh. I've been to
4: you all.
1: <laughs> Game on. Anyway. <laughs> no, I did improv for a long time.
3: Oh, okay. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I love improv. I, just, I hate it. I don't like stand up. Why?
3: Uh, for the same reason I like well, I
1: for the same reason I like other things.
3: I like acting well, it requires a lot of vulnerability and it requires giving up control, which for me as a human, for different reasons, is very hard to do.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yes.
3: I kind of like so it. So you're controlling? Yes. In what way? <laughs> in, a, in the kind of way that you're hoping for.
4: Uh-
1: <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, I, well, I, th- I think you're, you're the only one that's been on the show that's been able to make him blush and get
2: nervous. I know he's all, <laughs> he's all flustered. Well, yeah, no. he's like,
0: he doesn't even know what to say. He's so uh, I don't. There's so much happening right now in my brain. I'm like, should I? <laughs> he doesn't even know. He doesn't know. even know.
1: But yeah, oh, improv man. is great. It, it's uh, it, it really helps a lot. I think if any, I tell anyone who says how can I get into the business, I say start with improv because you need the training for it even even like as a director or a writer take improv because it's gonna teach you it's only gonna teach you how to be better at writing or or coming off with something right off the top of your head that you you know interior room what's happening i don't know fucking kitchen great you know <laughs> who's there bob and his wife and they're arguing what about it's that quick you know and it's just like doing a scene on the stage
0: Yeah, Yeah. it takes you out of your comfort zone and it makes you just see differently when you're, you know, it just makes you visualize and think of different concepts like randomly. And it helps you actually in your writing too because um, it lets you expand it a little bit more when you're actually writing. When you're doing improv, like I said, you, you start to visualize more, but then it gives you more systematic when you're writing something. When you're writing something, you already have that potential to expand on on nothing. So now you can even expand on it even more as it's written down.
1: What I like about improv is that you have these rules you have to follow in order for the scene to work. Mm-hmm. Right? So the first one's environment. Then this relationship. Then it's conflict. Raises stakes. Resolution. Five things you need. It's five things you need to tell a story.
2: Yep. Right? So. Or boobs and blood.
1: Well, That's a different kind of story. It was <laughs> mix of with the environment, the relationship, the conflict. What is that? She's naked, covered in blood. I didn't do it all the night. Am I?
0: Has you anyone, are. Has anyone done an improv horror movie? No. I think that would be interesting. Improv horror
1: hard to do because you'd have to like pre-schedule your effects.
2: Yeah, that's the hard mm, part. You know,
1: that's the only way special effects work is you have to like, all right, scene five, we're getting a fucking next lit, so we need that done weeks early.
2: It's so crazy because, you, know? you know, we just wrapped, well, kind of wrapped. We got our last shoot Sunday, um, but we shot our movie, what, a m- month ago, three ago. weeks ago, a month ago? Has it been that long already? Yeah. And the it's dude. F- effect. <laughs> the effects is what is fucking yeah. slows everything down, yeah. man. it Like we we literally shot I mean, I think the movie's probably gonna be around an hour and ten minutes in three days. Like that's just insanity. And I shot a hallmark for her being new to the business.
1: We shot a Hallmark movie in Socorro in fourteen days.
2: Yeah. That's that's absolutely ridiculous. Yeah.
1: Ridiculous hours. Sixteen hour days. We had a
2: locker room scene. Ridiculous. We had a locker room scene and we had two kills in this locker room scene. We had we were there for four hours. That's all we had. And we got both of the kills in, and we sh- we had three scenes left, and we only had 20 minutes to get out of there. We shot three scenes in 20 minutes. Like, it was just insanity. But the mo- I'm, I'm 30 minutes into the edit, and it looks good. It sounds good. Like, it's a, it's a fucking miracle that I have what I have with the way we did things. And, with, and what's crazy is— What's a is,
1: miracle is, is that you shot
0: a movie about yeah. cheerleaders. Wow. Well,
2: and didn't put me in it. Oh, yeah, well, next time. Well, it's a miracle that right. you actually shot a movie. Yeah. Well, that's that's a, but this movie has been in development for over oh, a year, <laughs> so yeah, I was just got surprised that all it all got all done. a <laughs> whole year. But the crazy thing is, so when we were leading up to the shoot, I had, I think it was about two weeks out, and I'm, I had, I mean, super small crew. Like we had a DP, we had my son, Bo, and we had this kid Adam, who's a film student. Like he's Wanted to get experience and didn't know what his Did place was. Did you use was. all natural lighting? No, no, we used lighting. Yeah, we had lighting.
1: And who shot it?
2: And then I had Tanner, Tanner the DP. We so just talked. I about...
1: know about him.
2: Um, yeah. He's worked with
4: us a couple of times.
2: Yeah. So, so anyway, so I'm, know, I'm, I'm sitting here trying sense. to figure out who's going to be what in the crew. And I'm like, I think I need another set of hands here to be just to keep control of the script and, you know, Do the slate, notes, stuff like that. So I put an ad up. Most sets have a person called a script. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, not when you have like a three-man crew. So anyway, so I posted an ad on Facebook. I said, Hey, I need you know an extra set of hands. Not a lot of pay. You know, if you need some experience, you're trying to break into the business, it's perfect for you. And Julia messaged me, and I posted the ad at what like seven in the morning or something crazy, and she messaged me right away. And yeah. You'll regret this Wait, later. Wait, who's up at 7 o'clock in the morning? I'm up at like 6.30 in the morning. Yeah, dude, day. I'm
4: up at 5. I'm editing, <laughs> you're not kids.
2: I'm editing by 7 <laughs> o'clock every morning. So uh, we talked a little bit on, online, and then she came out, and I'm telling you right now, if I didn't have her, there's no fucking way this movie would try. have been. nice. It was... It would have been so a, were you a script disaster. soup Is that what
4: you did, basically, script supervisor? She was me? literally
2: next to me the whole time <coughs> with the script, making sure everybody's hitting their lines, doing slate. A script Um, that's you know, Jeff. making notes when I told her notes. But the way we had to shoot stuff, like we were shooting half of a scene, like the bottom half of the scene. Yeah. And then we had to shoot the top half of the scene. That would and be one to... As like scene number A or B. Yeah, or C. that's what we did. We ended up yeah. like A B C D whatever. Yeah. Um. But she literally kept control of all of that. That sounds great. And you really sound great. It was one of those situations where I didn't. <laughs> well, that's the control that she, likes. she likes. She likes the needed. control. I love it. Yeah, and she was just <laughs> oh, absolutely amazing. What do you want? Absolutely amazing. So.
1: <laughs> Thank you. I owe Good job. Her, I owe her the world. That's and, great, um, man. That's highly. Oh, uh, no, just I don't never incredible. hear you
2: brag about anybody. No, they usually don't. like this fucking asshole. Yeah, usually yeah. I talk shit about people. Yeah but yeah. there's literally nothing i can talk shit about with her because she no. was just and that, uh, not, and that was your first movie?
3: Uh, well first one the only other one was a uh, short
2: ah oh, like
3: yeah. a week or two before
2: very good and she you know i told her i said she's like well what do you think i'm going to be doing i said, like well i'm thinking of making you like script supervisor she's like oh my god i've never done that before yeah i'm like it's fine like we have a little system that we do yeah. i'll teach you it you'll be great and got a little crash like, course and how like we make movies
1: hands off <laughs>
4: Like,
2: this is how I operate. She's like, ah. Complete professional. All right, Josh Whedon. Yeah. No, it'd be I'd Thank you so much.
1: Who, why, Josh Whedon's known for taking his pants off?
0: Well, he was harassing Isn't people. every director in Hollywood known for
2: taking their pants
0: off? Uh, that, that's that's uh, Weinstein. Yeah. Weinstein was that guy. But, you know, you don't want to be him either.
2: They're all like that, I'm sure.
0: No, but I'm sure that the crash course that you took with Chris cuz this is a different way of making movies. Oh yeah. The, the very short.
2: She I went into shock. Like yeah. what is going on? on? So if you ever get into a big studio, it's going to be a lot longer and a lot more stress. Well yeah, she just worked on a what was it a made for TV movie. For TV. How many she days? That was that shot here?
3: Yes.
2: Yes, it an LA crew. crew?
3: Yes. Yeah, What's the name do? of the movie? I'm sorry?
2: at oh, time, time, guys.
1: Hold on. Well, I think I know what the um, guys
3: Spring Break Nightmare.
2: Yeah, I saw that in the paper. I, saw, I was like, I oh, that's the movie she worked on.
3: That's the movie we worked, worked on. It was pretty intense. Just Did like you know 15, the AD? Um, 16-hour days. Um, I met everybody. Same thing. Somebody sent me in a Facebook ad. You need a PA and I mean, do you remember alpha. their names? Um, yes. Yeah, so Helena. Oh, my gosh. I'm blanking on
1: her last name.
3: Um, and then Dylan Vox was the director. And the AD? Um, she was the AD.
1: She was the AD. Yeah. What about a line producer? Anybody named Bernie or Glenn? No. No? There was
3: no Bernies or Glens there. Definitely not. Was this all an out-of-state
1: crew was there pretty Jamie much? No. In art department?
3: Uh, Redhead? No.
2: Okay, not the same movie then. Was Sorry. this pretty much out-of-state? So, yeah, there
3: were 90%. Other than the PAs, they yeah. were all LA people. Yeah. That's
2: the thing. They're like, ooh, we're bringing Hallmark. Yeah, but all the fucking out-of-state people are working on it. Yeah. Like, there's like a handful yeah.
1: of locals.
4: Yeah, yeah I don't...
2: That's why I don't make movies here, bro. That's why I go to L.A. Yeah, it yeah. sucks. Because
1: there's no... there's no, The support that's given is great locally. The, both the film commissioners, T- Tyler Martin, Alex, and Tony Armour, are doing amazing jobs of what they're doing as much as they can. It's not their fault that these movies are coming in to shoot here from out of town and they're not hiring locals. Right. Technically, it's not their fault. The problem is, is that the infrastructure, and I've been saying this for years, is that... The Tampa St. Pete area's infrastructure, as far as having real crew, real line producers, real producers, location managers, is very limited. Mm-hmm. And the people who are coming up into the industry in, in this – in this, I started here uh, in 2001 in Tampa. I started in acting and filmmaking in 1995. Uh but in two thousand one we made our first feature film here locally and I consider that like the big that's when I did it, right? So two thousand
2: one. So was your first movie a feature?
1: Yeah. yeah. It's called Unearthed. It was uh it had Tom Savini in it. It, it was a sci fi action film. Uh it's horrible.
2: What was your budget on it?
1: Horrible. <laughs> horrible three hundred thousand. Damn. Oh, horrible. Man. How did you get three hundred thousand for your first movie? Uh I I didn't. I was producing. My buddy Greg, who was the writer-director, also funded it. He came oh. on, brought me on. We had Marcus do the effects. You know, it, it wasn't bad, but it was for the time we thought it was great. But I just watched it recently. Did you direct that? No, I oh, just produced it. I started it. Me and Tom Savini play detectives.
2: <laughs>
1: uh...
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking about that now. You're just like, Tom Savini is a detective. That's what I was just – I was just yeah. – in my head, I was like, well, I don't – picture that either <laughs> or yeah. Joe.
0: yeah well uh, why not i could be uh, a detective he, he, could be, he could be a dick he
4: could be a dick <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: no but anyway so since then right and then i left i went to england for a while i came back in 2006 and i i started this company called the tampa film network and we had about I don't know, three hundred followers right away now it's up to like fifteen thousand. You have Florida Film Network or Tampa yeah, no. I have Tampa okay. Film Network. I started that and then we changed and then I had a whole bunch of people on my board. Wait, is that the Facebook group? Hold on. So there was I asked the questions here. <laughs> I have a very limited set of skills. Uh, so uh, Good luck. <laughs> we I started me and Chris Woods started the Tampa Film Network and it it blossomed into what is now called the Florida Film Network because I had went, I want to be a 501c3, I want to be an LLC, I need to get a board of directors, I got a bunch of board of directors on, and then that board of directors, who had no experience in the industry at all, they've never really made feature films or anything, they're just local people who want to do, you know, Bobby Hill, I don't know if you know these people, Mary Goodspeed, the Ellen Schnur, mm-hmm. they were on the board. And at one point we just started arguing over a production that was being made and they wanted to shut the production down because they weren't invited to produce the production. It was only the network's job to give them the money to make the film. Right. Right. We had like $500 we raised. We were going to give it to somebody to make a short film We gave it to John Croft, and he was making a short film. Well, they got pissed off. The board got pissed off that they weren't producers by name on the Mm. project. And I said, you're being stupid. I get a call one morning. uh, They had shut the project down and wasn't going to release any more funds. And I was like, what? So I called them. I said, what are you doing? And they're like, it's not fair that we're not producers, blah, 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 so we're shutting it down. So I called a meeting, I have written up my resignation, and I fucking was
2: like... And you left your own company. Yeah,
1: I threw it at him. I was like, I'm out of here, fuck yeah. this board, you guys are fucking dumb. The, thing the whole point of the dumb. network was to <laughs> help people
2: make
4: movies, right.
1: and you're shutting them down because of your own fucking egos? Yeah. Fuck off! So I stepped away from the Tampa Film Network, and uh, I was like, they can have it, and then Cara Lee, my business partner, she's like, uh, no, I'm pretty tired of telling your name anyways. And I was like, oh, all right, well, fuck it. Who wants it? And Dan Brienza stepped up. So we kind of flipped it over to Dan Brienza. And I said, fucking take this thing and do whatever you want with it. And he turned it into the Florida Film Network, mm-hmm. which now has like
2: 15,000 followers. Right. But ever since then. And none of them do anything.
1: Ever since then, I said, <laughs> the problem is there's no fucking infrastructure.
2: All they do is like they get together with meetings and then mm-hmm. like. Bullshit and then nothing happens.
1: That's why I was done with them. I'm like, you guys it's like can't the Boys shoot. Club. But then you got other directors in the area who are like, Well, I'm gonna make eight movies this year. Bitch, you ain't gonna make one movie. One movie that's eight seconds. <laughs> <laughs> like, shut up. What are you talking? I guess that's the problem here. You'll find quickly that that is gonna be a biggest problem. Yeah, the
2: problem that? is people one don't have any money, which is huge. So like I feel like I'm good at what Sorry, I do. I was
1: looking at my camera and I felt like my
2: your hand is like, my hand me. was off he, he is, is so high. I'm not I'm kind of right. yeah. <laughs> it's like I, I feel like I'm good at what I do as far as making a three thousand dollar movie in five days or under and making a decent profit on it. Um but there's a lot of people that they're so hung up on money yeah. That they don't get get anything done. They're waiting for somebody to just oh here I want to I give you a million dollars to make a movie, and they don't want to put in the effort. Like there's a lot of effort involved. Like you, like Tony just said, it took me a year to get this movie off the ground because I couldn't find a stupid locker room. Like that was the hardest thing to find. And you just got to keep at it, keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going. Push yourself, push yourself. And nobody wants to do. Nobody has the will to do that. What, you yeah. so, what do you think? What said Joe? Yeah. Joe say, does what stuff.
1: What the fuck you talking about? Man, I just had a but fucking it's meeting just... yesterday for fucking two million dollars. Get the fuck out of here!
2: I need two million dollars.
1: Yeah, I'll know by uh, we'll probably have an answer by Friday whether or not Fish People's happening.
2: Uh, fish People. Yeah, you're filming that in um, out west.
1: Yeah, I'm thinking uh, we were thinking Las Vegas because of that ghost town called Nelson, but now we're thinking about moving the production to New Mexico. Since when I was out there. I met a bunch of people, and one of the people I met, this beautiful, lovely older woman, Shay Bradshaw, she's in her 70s. She's been making movies since Burt Reynolds, you know, was good, look good. Um, <laughs> she is very, uh, her whole job is to work the incentive. Like, she knows all the paperwork, she knows all the, you know, whatever. So she's like, Yeah, I'll come on and do all your incentive paperwork. I was like, like I guess I'm shooting in New Mexico.
4: <laughs> because <laughs> it's
1: thirty-five percent incentive. Even though we won't probably spend the entire two million there because some of it's gotta go to LA for the effects and that kind of shit. We'll probably end up spending a million. That's three hundred fifty thousand dollars in the end. Right. Thanks, fucking Bugatti. Mm. You know, I'm kidding, I would never buy a
0: Bugatti. Yeah, that's just <laughs> stupid. <laughs> no, you wouldn't.
1: Yeah.
2: You can't fit in a Bugatti. He could wake up in one though.
1: I, yeah, I woke up in an Uber gaddi. Thank you. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. I could wake up before my grandma puts on her makeup because she wanted to. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, so what were we talking about?
2: I don't, who don't fuck know, knows, man. Who who knows. Let's Forget talk about. And then just let's play.
1: talk about the premiere of South Essential. What's that? You
2: dumb fuck. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, dude, I you know first of all uh, South of Central, gentleman was,
0: not, I, was on, is on the Real People Real Content channel as this show is on YouTube. Um, just giving you guys a heads up. If you haven't seen it already, I'm pretty sure you guys did, especially if you're listening to this now.
1: Yeah, <laughs> but man, dude, we he dropped that on Friday, and uh, I have a show on YouTube called South of Central. It's about a child actor who's now an adult addicted to weed, and lives in a garage.
2: And has no Quite money. the stretch. True
1: life story. Yeah. So I was never a child actor, though. Uh, I mean, oh, man, if I could have been. Uh, so basically, he's in denial. He's not in denial. His life is shit. He hates his life, but people still think he's got money because he's famous. Mm. So it's... Anyways, it's a comedy. It's on YouTube. We We've been done with the first season for about six months, and we started shooting the second season, but we changed the channel from where South of Central was to this channel that this is on. And it, it premiered at like, I don't know, 8,700 views? Yep. Yeah. So that was kind Very of good.
0: cool. Yeah. I think it's about 9,000 now.
1: Is it? Today, yeah.
2: And then the I next know, one's man. coming out Wednesday.
1: Yeah. So part two, uh, episode two will be out Wednesday. It's got it, 13 episodes.
2: Yep. Oh, so you yeah. just released the first episode?
1: Yeah. We just did the first episode. We'll do it weekly. Yep.
2: Once. Every Wednesday, 6 p.m. Yeah, I
1: need to remake the bumpers. You're a bumper.
2: Do you like that? Like, that's so frustrating to me, like, watching an episode and then i got to wait a week for the next one. You know, when I was a kid, like, I'm, I'm, in, was. I'm in such the binge culture now. Yeah. yeah. It drives me crazy. Like, I just started watching Euphoria Season 2 yesterday because it hadn't all been out yet. I haven't watched the Pam and Tommy because it's not out yet. Like, I can't started unless all the episodes are out you might be able to to be crazy yeah but, but you know what for me it's um like I did that with yellow jackets I started watching it and I got to like season four talk.
4: I got to season four and I had to wait <laughs> for a week to,
2: for On the next of? episode because I was a pain in the ass I was like this sucks do you partake in the that. binge culture to binge?
3: I prefer that but I mean there are shows yeah. that I'll watch week at a time if I have no other choice I just want to yeah. watch the whole show in like yeah. two days
2: I'm good Because
3: it sounds like a a sounds like
2: you need a hobby. (laughs) Really, that's my hobby: binge watching shit. You wouldn't watch the Justice League for four hours, but you'll
0: binge watch a show for twenty hours. (laughs) It's true. It's
2: so so weird, right? It makes no sense to me. And it's it's weird. I was just having a conversation about that the other day. I was like, I'll binge watch something, ten episodes for an hour each episode. Yeah, you know what I'm stuck on? Reality. Yeah.
1: What about Shows? it?
0: Your concept of reality?
1: No, my concept of reality is
0: <laughs> what way are you
1: watching? stranger than anyone could imagine. How, what, what reality show are you watching? Uh, right now it's West Coast Customs.
0: Yeah, uh, I know. I, I don't it's watch a car, It's, it's a a car, car show. show. It's oh, about redoing cars.
1: Gosh, it, it's really cool, man. I watched Pimp My Ride. Ride? Remember Pimp My Ride? That was a... I didn't like that Where they take like a junk-ass car yeah. and
2: pimp it out and look yeah, all Yeah, it. Yeah, man. Was the but price. they don't fix what's yeah, wrong with the car. They, they, they don't, don't fix, fix the off. The <laughs> they just paint the car. It looks cool, but it don't run. It's like a, a, right. g- a nicely painted turd. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we got a, nice. a
1: 1985 Plymouth. Which is bad. Except the reality.
2: Um, <laughs> pretty turd. <laughs> do you watch The Bachelor? I
4: have
2: Julia? not. No.
3: No, it's What not. do you watch? Uh, the last show I think I watched. I think I started watching Severance, which okay. I like. Oh, was that? I really like that Nelly actually G- looks I can, really. I like it, you like but it? it's also frustrating because you get yeah.
2: in
1: a
3: mood. Because I I just found it and I was like, okay, three episodes in, and then you have to like wait a wait, week. and exactly. I, I hate that.
1: Oh, I see. I,
0: yeah. I, I like watching shows that you know people used to talk about and they were like, oh, it's so great. And then like I'm always behind the fan, like a yeah. couple years. Like I just got, a, I just started watching Westworld. Oh,
3: it's a good it's, show.
0: I'd say and, and but. I like watching it after the facts, so like I don't look at all the spoilers, and if they did spoil, I forgot them because it's been so long. So that's ultimately when I generally watch movies, like stuff like that. Like I Bird Box, uh, or what is it? Was that what it's called? Bird Box from uh, Netflix. Is that the that's the Stan, one with Sandra, uh, Bullock. Sandra, Bullock. Sandra Bullock? Sandra Bullock, yeah. Is so, yeah. a show? No, it's a movie. a movie. But it was a big bad oh. that was on Netflix. Like I didn't I watch asleep. it during the whole time, yeah, but, I,
4: fell asleep
2: after
0: but it. I mean it was terrible. But <laughs> I, I didn't watch it until like this – like recently, like within the last month. Does anybody watch Euphoria? No, oh,
2: man. I'm stuck on this reality Not until next year. Dude. Not until next year. I'll tell you what. <laughs> so I hadn't watched Euphoria. I watched the first season. I mean, God, it was probably over a year ago. And they just came out with season two. And I watched the first episode yesterday. The cinematography in that show is freaking incredible. Like their lighting and the camera movement is unbelievable. Who's in unbelievable. that show? Um uh, what's her name? The chick from Spider Man, Tom Holland. Oh, Zendaya? Zendaya. Zendaya. She's hot. Zendaya Sydney Sweeney. So. I um, I disagree with it's you. It's about <laughs> like the whole show is about teenagers. Like Regular drug addict teenagers, basically. Oh, so it's like. Kids. I think she's a little too. Uh, so it's like that one so of the she, kids. But it's it's so good. Their music, like everything in this show, is like on point, hmm. and a lot of like real racy. Did you watch matter. Tick Tick Boom? With Andrew
1: Garfield's
0: a musical. I want to see that. I do want to see it. I want to we see We should watch it
1: together. We I'll should. Bring
0: the popcorn. Yeah, we're going to hold hands. That
1: sounds good. Well, I don't know Not why you take it so far that. like
0: that. Oh, that, that's just Like, the I mentioned
1: it'd be funny if I was in shorts and a cut off shirt the other day and and converse or something, and you said, yeah, high heel converse. Like, now <laughs> you got to take it? you always put me in a dress. Well, I'm not saying I wouldn't tell you, buddy. But I, I, I think he saying.
2: secretly loves you and wishes Who you were a girl. Right? Right? That's why he wants to put your dresses and hide your wife's, More, wife's More, to More to love. More to love. you were a girl. More to <laughs> love.
3: Your wife says she she wishes you were a girl. Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> i sorry. I was like, we have so to take funny. a pause yeah. <laughs> 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 That be a color. It's really up to
4: her.
2: <laughs> so, somebody comes out in her underwear and she's like, yeah, I wish like, you were a girl.
1: <laughs> <laughs> She's like, you have the thongs on backwards.
3: <laughs> We've all made dudes put on uh, our thongs. Who hasn't done?
1: Yeah. It? Well, sometimes I don't take them off. That's the problem. Well, if she wishes you were a girl, it's not a problem. Yeah, that's true. She doesn't, Interesting. though. Interesting. She loves my manliness.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Big burly. <laughs> Hairy.
1: Um, yeah, man. Burp. What do you want, bro? I right, uh, <laughs>
2: Like He's a, a bear. Cuddly, I'm a cuddly bear.
1: Cuddly snuggle bunny. I don't know
2: about a bunny. I just don't That's get liking bunny. guys. That's a big bunny. That's a big bunny. I don't get it. <laughs> what? I don't, don't get like liking guys. No, because like, you're do girls straight. Like guys? Why? No, because you're straight, dude. No, I'm just saying, like, we're so smelly and gross. We're not though, man. We're not. Well, I mean, I'm pretty clean, bro. And yeah, dumb. I'm I, cleanly. Sh- I'm like literally clean. Sure. We're pretty That's dumb. Like, <laughs> guys are super simple and dumb. I
1: took a shower today. I don't know if I do. Yeah, I took. please
2: have you? No, Not I'm so really, like five like... different
1: kinds of body wash,
2: right? But you gotta think girls are soft and pretty, and so am I. So, so this you, they smell nice. Have you, like you ever so do dude. freshly shaven legs? Have you
0: touched those? So like, they're, it's one of Your legs are shaved. Yeah, I shave everything, bro. <laughs> everything, why? I don't, I don't like hair, your butthole. I don't, I don't I, butthole. yes, I do. Yes, I do. How do you do that? You, a mirror on the ground. You put a mirror on the you ground. You put a mirror on the ground and look at your, your asshole. And, oh, shave <laughs> my asshole? Yeah. You don't you have, have to, to see it. Too mirror? much information. Just so, just so I know if I get it. Like I said, I feel like every
4: day I learn a little more about this guy. It,
0: it, it's, it's no fun just bleaching it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> do not bleach your asshole. I don't. I shave him. Uh, I, just, I just said I don't. <laughs> yeah. Why do you.
1: Well, I mean, I get shaving it because it's just in case. It looks right girlfriend's along, really slow, You sure. don't want to be hairy down there for her.
0: Exactly. You know, you know I got to yeah. keep it nice and, you know. Yeah. See? Oh, what I was God talking God. about when, you know, some guys are nicely, you know,
1: groomed yeah. and clean. But some women don't like a, a scorned scrotum. Well, then
0: that lady's not for me.
1: Right? Some are <laughs> like, yo, I want the hair. Uh, that's gross. Well,
0: really, I'm yeah, like, so, that lady is yeah. not for me. I guess. <laughs> That lady is not for me.
4: If she like that- well, just, no. Just I, I think like a I'm,
1: woman, either way, if she likes hair, she doesn't like hair, she's just gonna fucking- If you're already at that point where she's looking at your butthole, chances are she's she there probably likes the rest you of the night. no matter what. Yeah.
0: Yeah, no. No.
1: Or she's just drunk just enough. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, oh, I'm here anyway.
0: No, I think- I think the, 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 the worst- the worst is when, you know, when a girl, like, down there, she's like, pulling hair out
4: of her mouth. We? I hate Ugh. that. I, I hate so that. I'm
0: sorry. That this has gone <laughs> this
1: direction. But it's, not, it's wrong. not
3: wrong. You don't want to be pulling. Yeah. Exactly. You're right. in the heat of the moment. You're yeah. working. Yeah. Right. It's, it's it, 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 it's really really it is not really You to, like, your it.
1: ass off. You're looking at someone's ass But on. it's okay. it, but not attractive. I hear it. Right. Right.
3: Like, oh, wait, stop,
1: stop, stop. <laughs> you know, <but laughs> if you're like, if you're like a a good, if you're an oral pleaser, as I like to brag about. Yeah, he's really good. Uh you, if there's a hair, a stray hair gets in there, man, you just, you just work that, you work it into your, <laughs> into your, into your routine, and eventually it'll just come right back out of oh, you. Right. You can do it. Uh, I'm, I'm already a little naughty. Where not, did our show all,
4: go? You can do that and they the never know side. that you're
1: gagging down there. <laughs> they don't know. You're
0: like, oh, they're just coughing up a little hairball. <laughs> uh.
1: And then you're just, like, there it is, on the tip of your tongue, and you're like, ah. Oh, oh.
2: All right. They never know. They never know. Shifting gears. They never know. I'm just so embarrassed, Julia. (laughs) That's it. I'm so embarrassed. So filmmaking in the um, area. She worked on a movie with you. Uh, how how yeah, are you yeah. embarrassed? <laughs> he, he didn't
3: talk about his balls.
2: Yeah, well, because or, he, yeah, I, he was technically your boss, so it's God. kind of a <laughs> <longest. laughs> We don't normally talk about balls on the show at all. I don't normally talk about any of this stuff. I don't know what happened. I know that is not true. I mean, sure. Just two weeks ago, I was talking long. about giving
4: head to Dean D- D- D-
0: Kane. Remember that? <laughs> I, I must have down. missed that show. <laughs>
2: Oh yeah, and then Sydney started talking about sucking toes uh-huh. and said that's probably why you don't ever get laid. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, because he's <laughs> what? Yeah, she said she said it's probably why you don't have a girlfriend.
4: Yeah, Does she want no to toes? toes. Yeah, of course.
3: What? No, I was I remember being madly in love when I was like 21. He was 20, and, he and I went your running. Toes? Well, wait. I went running. And I have big ass. I have size ten. I'm a big woman. Go on. And that's right. And I went running. And he, we were walking outside afterwards. And he pulled my foot. I don't remember what we we're talking about. Something about love. And he's like, yeah. And he stuck that big ass toe in his mouth. I think After we, you went he, running, it was oh, all yeah. sweaty. Oh my oh, god. We probably fucked no. like twenty times a day. So hot. There was nothing about him I didn't like. It's just nice. He would like write poetry. He would like. And now twenty.
0: So you liked that? I yeah.
3: I, liked, I the fact that somebody would just like me in my non sexiest I, I found What'd that What'd you hot. look like
1: when you were twenty?
4: <laughs>
3: like this, but
1: 20? younger. Yeah. Nice. But All brown right.
3: hair. So the blonde is new.
1: Nice. Yeah. All right. Interesting. What I look like. <laughs> I was just saying, like, I where you like, you know, you're like, I
2: was 400 pounds. <laughs> I was
3: thinner. This is probably the heaviest yeah. I've been,
2: yeah. I looked like Aretha Franklin yeah. when I was 20. Now I look like this. <laughs> I was a really young black man. <laughs> so, Julia, let's shift the, let's shift the
0: whole yeah. conversation to our guest. I think I think this is pretty much have, has gone off the off the rails. I think yeah, we lost focus of totally what's wrong. going on. So, uh... Let's let's get more focus now, okay? So, yes. What's next for you? <sighs>
3: He's so dramatic, folks. Um, right. starting to, to make conquering 60%. maybe the social media world. As many people hate it, I think to be funny or to share things, it's it's a great avenue to do that, mm-hmm. and. Uh, The downside of people having no attention span is the obvious, but also the upside is you can do things in trial and error and put things out quickly and learn. So for me, it's just I have all these skit ideas. I have these things. like I've storyboarded, so now it's just actually taking the time and starting to film this week. um, Very nice. Either having people love or hate me, whichever.
2: So do you want to make comedies?
3: That is what... Is intuitive and natural to me, but I also want to explore. But you also
2: know there's no money in it, right?
3: It's okay. Okay. I mean, it depends.
2: Why is it always about money with you, man? Because. <laughs> well,
4: it depends <laughs> it on like, how you're, you're take this
1: opportunity. It. I'm just saying. You should take this opportunity yeah. as a Russian mm-hmm. and do something that geared towards a Russian in America at a time like this and do fake newscasts. <laughs> I'll
4: the in This not not at
3: all like I'm gonna get death threats.
1: No, no, no. no. <laughs> what I mean is like you're just reported on dumb shit as a Russian like as a, like I don't know. It's just obviously funny to
4: me.
3: I'll take I'll take that. It'd be yeah, funny.
1: Like a man on the street it. but like you're Russian. I, I, I...
2: Uh-huh. Thank know. you.
1: Yeah.
2: Well, I'm not going obvious. So, what is your? You gotta, project? You gotta, you this, to, a, this is
1: perfect time to nab something and
2: run with it. What? So project? What's your project you're having? Like you're about to do something? Like uh, you're about to shoot it?
3: Oh, I'm just gonna. I have a bunch of shorts. I'm low budget gonna make. And then there's a few people that I met. They're working with you. Like um, mm-hmm. Adam, we're gonna team up and just do some skits together and film it and see what happens. Yeah.
0: Well, what okay. social media platforms
2: are you using?
3: I'm using, not currently, but none. I will be using probably Instagram and
2: Instagram TikTok. is probably the best,
3: right? Yeah, it's a I mean, as uh, much as people hate it, but like...
1: TikTok's okay, but you can't really get your product out, I don't think, in a fast enough time frame, right? You'd have to produce a lot. It depends
3: what your goal is. Like, they, yeah. are you trying to make a living? Are you trying to explore and get feedback? Um, I mean, there are people that make living from social media oh, platforms yeah, sure. through yeah, there's sponsorships, There's a million of
1: them, million of them right. and we're millionaires.
3: Yeah. Yeah. It depends on what like my goal I walked away from money because I realized living in that cycle, I'm I was literally spending this is not an exaggerated amount. Um, sounds insane. Like four thousand dollars on food alone per month when living in Cal because I need like that was my way of coping. I probably That's I s- spend well, yeah. So yeah, you between understand.
2: between the Twinkies and the ice cream. And, yeah.
3: But you can live your life. Well, you like just it's... said he
2: spent what? Eighty dollars on a Reese's.
1: Well, I had an Uber. Wait, Ubered. what? <laughs> I Ubered a Reese's cup from the Seven Eleven. It was eighty-two fifty.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it was eighty-two dollars. I
1: want to know more about you.
2: I like.
3: <laughs>
1: it's all on Google, baby. <laughs> I'm born up.
4: Yeah. I'm fans
1: only. A fan me. I'm sorry. Our sponsor. Fan me that live. Content
2: creators.
1: Yeah, we have a new one on there now called Shave Butthole. You should oh, check boy. it
2: out. <laughs> it's just a, it's a it's video just of Tony bad. shaving it his out. asshole. It's like that would yeah. get a million hits, right? No, it's just Tony to with to the mirror on the ground. <laughs> you never actually see them shave
1: their buttholes, <laughs> no. but they talk about the technique of what they could do to help
0: yeah. to shave uh, their buttholes. Yeah, that would sell. Yeah,
1: yeah. and yeah. they never see it, though. They're just like, no, man. Unless they want to. Under, that, that, that's going to from my family side. You gotta use a fucking Bic razor. No, you
0: don't. know no. uh, that's too much. That's
1: too the other one's like, use a Dremel with a blade on it.
2: Mm, no, that's weird.
1: Anyway, to do back
2: to it. I'm sorry. <laughs> I still don't know what movie you're making. Like, what is it about? I'm short. not making It's a short. Yeah, it's, it's,
3: it's, 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 it's like little 30-second skits. Um, uh, and then I'm okay. working to write – I am actually writing something more serious based on uh true life events, which are much more dramatic. Oh, man, that sounds dramatic. dramatic. Let me ask you a question.
2: already you, there. kind of is. Do you yeah. feel like you write good? Well, well, like like well? well. do
4: I good. <laughs> Do You write good. No,
2: I mean like you as as, write. As you far write. as comedy goes, like you feel like you're a good writer. So as, I don't write it. Goes. I
3: see it in my head. The angles, like that I'm drawing. Like I could see, hey, you come. I don't have all the technical, like like you pan in here and here's how the angle and here's how this person would say it and then. It's the, very like, Russian of you. So you're
1: like you, you come drag- here now, stand, <laughs> look there, be sad.
3: <laughs> well, I, I just kind of see it play out in my mind, and right. so the skill is more like how do you write it down, and then how do you storyboard We well, don't
2: really have to write that stuff. You need to write, like, the dialogue. Right. And then storyboarding is going to give you your angles exactly. and all
3: that stuff. Exactly. So it's, like, it's going backwards. So first I see it, or and then I write it down. And then I joined a writing group where I'm going to write this more serious, more dramatic script relating to What's mental health. What's the writing and, group? Um, It's this guy that I met through my acting class. He's also directed some stuff, and he's put together a group where we just –
1: What's your Who's your acting
0: coach?
3: Um, Eugenie Bontra. Oh, yeah.
0: yeah. Oh, yeah. She was on the yeah. show. I, I did
1: very well.
3: Yeah, yeah she's fantastic.
0: Yeah,
1: great.
3: Yeah.
0: yeah. Fantastic.
1: We had her on the show. So to
3: answer, am I a good writer? I think some things I've written for the five seconds I had a blog, I enjoy it. I think I'm okay at it, but it's a skill. So unless yeah. you're doing it constantly, I'm not as good as I can be if I did it like on a weekly, daily basis. Mm-hmm.
2: Because I'm wanting to, I'm trying to find someone to, I'm gonna say co-write, but they're gonna kind of write more of it than. Let's me. do it. I'm
3: I'm there. Let's do it.
2: But I'm I'm looking for. <laughs> I'm trying to get a movie called Goth Girl off the ground, and it's. Did you ever see Valley Girl? The movie Sounds... Valley Girl with Nicolas Cage. It was like one of Nicolas Cage's first. Oh, I'm movies. sure I have. Yeah. Anyway, it's kind of like that movie, but kind of reversed. Okay. Um, so. Valley Girl is about a girl that's, you know, they live in the valley. They talk like gag me with a spoon and all that. And they meet Nicolas Cage, who's like this punk, burnout guy. And the Valley Girl and him kind of fall in love. And all her friends are against it. And so she ends up choosing her friends over him. And then in the end, he scoops her out of the prom and they take off. Anyway. So it's going to be like an executive. This guy, is a big executive. He's real clean cut and stuff. And he meets this gothic girl by chance and ends up falling in love with her. But all his buddies are kind of like, you know, what the fuck? Right are you with this freak or whatever? And then it kind of reverses in the end. Anyway, sounds like this I want kind of it to be, Susan. I want it to be kind of, I want it to be like real A24. Have you ever seen A24 films like, uh, you know, hot summer nights or licorice pizza, shit like that, like that kind of quirky, quirky comedy, comedy yeah. yeah, quirky cerebral. Yeah, I, I really like that kind of stuff. And I think what um, he's saying is he can't write like that. I can't write like that. Yeah, and I'm trying to yeah. find a female that can, yeah, write that type of stuff. And he um, wants well, a woman. I haven't, I haven't really like, <laughs> I haven't really done it yet because I'm, you know, editing this movie and I'm. Once I'm finished, I'll probably start taking that more serious. And I'm going to try to find money. You know, It's a, a decent amount of money for it. Um, but mm. that's down the line.
3: I would like to write something, and then you let
2: me know
4: Let's
1: uh, But this let's is secure probably off Kate Let's secure Kate Danning as the lead. She's the goth girl.
2: Yeah, I'm trying to find like, uh, Will Arnett
1: Arnett the
4: Will Arnett
1: as the,
2: the Who's dude. the first one, you said? Kate Danning. Who's From that? Two Broke Girls. Two Broke Girls. Oh, Kat
1: yeah, Kat Dennings.
2: Yeah, Kate Dennings. Yeah, same difference. Uh, I don't feel her. God damn, good, you, Yeah, right. I I, I love are her. hitting Girl.
1: me? She's, are you? hitting me? me? <laughs> I dressed up as a fucking peppermint
2: stick. It doesn't matter. She definitely fits it. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to find like an up and coming like someone that's no, done a are couple you things.
4: Up and coming, <laughs>
1: dude. There's a plethora of actors out there and that are attainable. Sure. You just got to ask. I know. Yeah. What's your budget? I'm looking at a million I don't know two yet. right
2: now. i <laughs> <laughs> not going to be anything like that. Why not? Why go low? you do not to I go a million high. dollars, dude. I'm always kid. going
1: out there. Dude.
2: You want to help me produce it? I'm going out there getting. You want to help me produce yes. it? Yes. All right. We'll produce it. All you right. get the money. We'll make the fucking Well, I'm move.
1: having money. Well, I got money coming in for fish people. That'll right. That'll probably be the end of the week. So then we're all going to New Mexico or somewhere to shoot it. I want to bring you two guys out. Yeah. As our BTS down, dudes. Hell yeah. Right? You come out, fucking shoot all the behind the scenes and shit. <clears throat> so, but just because of that, like, I mean, my dude, there's so much you can do, man. I still want to so make Dead House. so much
0: you can do. I still want to make Dead House.
1: Yeah. Well, I, wanna, I need to raise five for that, I think. Yeah. And I, I haven't done it yet because uh, I've been concentrating on getting fish people done. Um, mm. But if, we, if the goal is to ride fish people on the coattails of sorority... Mm-hmm. Right. And if we f- and if we can, the goal is to be in production as sorority hits the theaters in October.
2: So, so here, honestly, this is just you and me talking here. Yeah. Nobody's listening. Fuck the rest of them. Right. <laughs> feel like you're going to make your money back on sorority. Today? Yeah. How do you how do you plan to do that? We already have pl- we already have a marketing manager involved. You're going to like cut trailers on TV and on TV spots Yeah. It's, and all, yeah, spots it's and everything.
1: all done, man. It's all done. We don't do any of that shit.
2: So how much of the budget was actually production? 90%? 90? Yeah. And then at the least. other 10% is for marketing
1: and whatever. Uh yeah, marketing came in way we didn't when we did sorority, we didn't budget in we didn't have to budget in marketing mm-hmm. because we knew that Roy was gonna walk it right to his people. And his people are the same guys that do all the Jason Bloom shit and right. all that. So you stuff.
2: have a distribution deal already, yeah, already in done. place?
1: Already done. Already done. So now the investors I talked to yesterday. Why do I keep hearing bass? Like, yeah, geez, I feel like there's a techno club
0: close it's, by. It's, it's, next hell, to, it's, it's next door. It's it's next to but it's not in our audio.
1: Uh and I don't room. mind it. At first I thought it was my heart. I was like, oh, here we don't have one of those no. like. Uh, here's another doing
2: over and over uh, for like an hour
1: like the- alright dad settle down yeah. <laughs> anyway. so
2: you naughty kids so the
1: goal is to now we are going to take fish people mm-hmm. and get that in production before we release Sorority Sorority is going to be done in like three or four weeks like we're supposed to have all of our visual effects back on the 15th of March do you have a
2: trailer out yet?
1: no we need our visual effects back uh, okay. uh, as soon as those come back sometime between 15th and now uh, and then that all that will come in and then it's all going to go to audio for sound design mm-hmm. music's already almost done we're like 90% done with music um, and then it'll go to ADR get cleaned up and shit so we're looking at like what are we in March, April, May, probably June Like, we'll be fully done. It'll Mm. be done in June, and we're just going to sit on it through the summer and release it in October. While we're doing that, but we're going to be in pre-production for Attack of the Fish People. Mm. And the goal with that is to take the pre-production stuff that we're going to have, the post-production stuff we're going to have from Sorority, use Roy's Connections, and we're going to walk those right into Netflix and Screen Gems. And then that's when we'll pitch the idea for making Sorority into a series And that's the goal. You Mm -hmm. know, and I just met with investors last night. I told them all this shit. I said, listen, this is what what's happening. You know, and I got Fish People is still out to about six different investors. So there's plenty of money out there. Right. You just have to go look for it. Mm -hmm. And that's what I feel like a lot of filmmakers don't want to do, including you, is you don't want to sit around and wait for money. You want to go make your fucking movies for ten or twenty grand, fifty grand. Oh, and that's not wrong. How much... That's how I start. You know, I, I, I say I started like that, but
2: I feel like, I feel like 000. if you make a $50,000 movie, you will never make your money back, ever. Not with that kind of attitude. No, I'm just saying. It, like, it's impossible because it isn't. there's no marketing. You won't have any marketing behind it. You don't need it, man. Because you you're dropping all to... your money on the production.
1: No, you don't know. you got to go about it differently. you got to make your content, get a holographic graphic artist, Make, have them do all your posters and artwork. Pay four or 500 bucks for that shit because right. you're going to need it. But when you do it, make them have them do all, everything scaled for Instagram because you got to scale that shit down on Instagram. Have them scale it all down for Twitter. Scale it all down for Facebook. And, and be ready to go with TikTok and shit like that because when it comes time to market it, you – that's it. That's social media is your marketing platform no. now. Nobody watches fucking cable. That's my you know problem. I, mean? I don't fucking... have
2: a. I don't have an Instagram. Like I don't use Instagram very right. much or Twitter. Right. And I know those are probably the two best platforms. So what? Right. It's do okay,
1: man. Because all you need to do is you make your movie for fifty grand, let's say. Now you just start calling drive-ins. Hey, I got a movie. You know, we made it for 50 grand. It'd be great for, like, a weekend at your drive-in. I'll send you the fucking the thumb drive or the, whatever they want. Thumb drive's now. Everything's digital. Mm-hmm. Uh, they'll probably just download it. And then they'll play and see what they'll do for you. Play your movie for the weekend. And you could hit up every drive-in on your own. It, it just takes legwork, man. Mm-hmm. And that's all you have to do. And then fuck festivals because they don't really help yeah, anyone bro, anymore I'm anyways. Sure. You know, people don't go to festivals anymore to watch to see the next best movie unless it's Cannes
2: or they fucking go to see South their by movie Southwest.
1: <laughs> yeah, they go to see their movies and that kind of shit. I, I I don't even I haven't put a movie in a festival in like ten years. Yeah, me either. There's no reason. I just so, just get it. Right well, way. I ran a, a festival, if I I understand yeah. like how it works. So and... that's that dude. That's why like with with this cheerleader movie you just did, you should get. Did you take stills and shit of all that? Yeah, we got a bunch of stills. And shit. I would hire a fucking top-notch graphic designer to make your posters. Because that's all you need. Mm-hmm. People are going to know what your movie is. You know, They're going to already know because you're posting pictures and shit on your Instagram. Do you have a in- separate Instagram for the movie itself? I have itself? an
2: Instagram. No, just my personal.
1: See, I make them for every movie I do. Like Sorority's got its own Instagram. Mm-hmm. There's not a lot
2: of followers. But how do you get people to
1: follow them? Who like- fucking knows? I don't know. You just invite
2: people to it. Yeah, or?
1: you just I hit, I tag it in everything I do. Mm-hmm. Everything Red Gears makes a post, all my shit's tagged. I make a post, Red Gears and Sorority and Blood Brothers. It's all mm-hmm. tagged. You gotta tag everything. It all has right. to be tagged because someone needs to see that and link to that, tap on that, go to. The, it's it's crazy. That's why there's social media managers now. Mm-hmm. Yep, you know like.
0: Anyways. And, and marketing. So that's Joe's... Marketing is uh, expensive. Marketing is expensive. Training
1: on mm-hmm. how to Martin promote your movie.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. That's a 101. Yeah. He's not going to charge you for this time. Though.
1: I was thinking about doing a class here on... <clears throat> how, for people to make pitch decks.
0: Mm-hmm. Because
1: I've seen some pitch decks in the area. And they look like fucking shit. Yeah. And I'm like... You're not going to raise any money. <laughs> and I'm like, how do you know? Well, because I've raised about $4 million already. So... That's okay. how I know.
3: I'll take your class.
1: <laughs> yeah. First guest. Great. Perfect. There you go. Know. Yeah. So I, I wanted to do a pitch deck meeting, like um, like a class. To mm. show, like, listen, this is this is what you need. You need a poster. You need pictures. You need concepts. You need artwork. You need all this shit in your deck. So when you hand it to an investor or they look at it on their phone, they can just start scanning up their fucking thing be like, wow, that's a cool thing. Oh, that's neat. Who cares about the camera? They don't give a fuck about the camera because they don't know what any of the fuck that means anyway. You might as well put a fucking outline of the space station there They're like,
4: all
2: right. (laughs) You know what I mean? I think all the investor cares about is how much am I going to make. R-O-I. They don't care about what the movie's about or who's in it. All I care about is I'm giving you this much money. How much am I getting back? You know what I've learned investors
1: care most about?
2: What? The person. You're selling yourself, of course.
1: You have to convince them that you're going to take That's a million, dollar of their, million dollars. I need a million dollars from you. And here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to do this, 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 and this. And I'm going to do it with a smile. And I'm going to write you every day. And you're going to love me. And your kids are going to love me. And your grandkids are going to love me. I'm going to make right. you a fuck ton of money. You're going to make me a fuck ton of money. We're going to be fuck ton of money millionaires. That's all they care about. Right. If you can sell them sell on that, yourself. don't even worry about It doesn't matter what the movie is. Jack of the fish, people. Fucking Becky's prom night. It doesn't matter.
4: Right.
1: You know, it's a love story about a dog and a cat and a man on the moon. What? How much money can you make? 500 million. Here.
4: <laughs> Thank you.
1: <laughs> like, you know, that's that's it. That's the story, man. You're selling. At, in the beginning, you're selling yourself. At the point where I'm at now, I'm selling my company. Right. Because I've already sold myself 15 times over. Now I'm at the point where it's. It's when you invest in me, you're gonna get this company. Hmm. This company, which is making movies, is gonna give you more money than you have now. So give me two million dollars of the money you have, so I can make you more money.
2: You're like wimpy in the burgers. If you pay yeah, me two pay million now, back. I'll, I'll give fly you two million next Tuesday.
1: Right? Exactly. <laughs> That's exactly. It's <laughs> I talked to my landlord. Let me live now, and I'll pay you rent right on
2: Monday. <laughs> Does it work like that? Can it work? No. Why not? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so what's your goal, Julia? Do You want to be director, producer, actor, all of it? You want to be all of it? The oh, control.
3: Boy. All of it. I honestly I think more director and actor. Um, but I think you have to be good at producing to make things. Well,
1: like as it. a director, you'll have to give up some control.
3: Yeah. Well, that's where the improv comes in. I'm learning right. to step into
2: right. your out of your comfort zone.
3: Yeah. I like that.
2: Control freak. That's not bad to be a control freak.
3: Well, we can dive into. At in least true. you know
2: everything's going to get done the way you want it to be done. Right.
1: Well, when you have start to having rely to rely on other people, other people that's just to make sure he's satisfied
2: first. That's when shit goes what? to hell. But <laughs> whenever somebody posts in these film network, you know, film groups or whatever, they're like, "What's the biggest challenge to making a movie?" I'm like, "Working with human beings." Well,
3: that's the biggest Compromise. challenge of everything in life. Compromise. Yeah. Where you're not alone in a forest. Trying to find people that right.
2: are as passionate as you are is oh yeah difficult
3: well it's also understanding like what makes other people tick everybody has their own thing and I think that's like if you can figure out how to bring out the best in somebody Mm -hmm. or make them comfortable then you'll be good in most industries I think
2: yeah it's so scary because you know like this cheerleader movie like we had a pretty decent sized cast and Leading up to the shoot day, you're all you're thinking about is, I hope everybody shows up. I hope everybody shows up. And that's fucking pathetic it is. that you have to think like that. But it's true. Like we've had people first day of shooting, the lead actress doesn't show up. And you're just like, oh, uh, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, it's true.
1: That's why, you have Everybody's to, like, there. that's why you have to reach for higher numbers.
2: Man. Right. And that's the you problem with what we're stop. making. You, know, you making have to stop
1: making $10,000 movies and start making $150,000 movies. Right. And it's easy. It's just you have to just go find the money, bro. Mm-hmm. That sounds hard. Oh, it's but kind of hard, I literally too. talk to everyone. I literally, I was in the gas station by my house, which is owned by a uh, dude from like Afghanistan or something. And uh, his name's Sam. Great guy. Great. I've known him for years. I've lived there for years. I've been in there a million times. He knows the kids. He knows the why. He knows all of it. Right? He knows I make movies. All this shit. He knows all. Of it. I was in there the other day. We had just left here. I came here. Debbie fucking didn't show up, you know. So yeah. we were like, all right. So we you fucked around for a little bit, and then I left, and I was kind of frustrated because I got these two investors on the line, and they don't understand that I need this fucking money now because the timeline is that sorority is coming out in October, whether or not we're ready. It's coming yeah. out. I want to have another movie in production before then. And some of these investors we're talking to are just taking their fucking time, right. getting back to right. us. It takes weeks for emails. And get them on the phone. You talk for 20 minutes and then they never get back to you. Right. It takes forever. It's this whole courtship of nonsense. Mm-hmm. Now, what I do is I've learned that when I'm talking to an investor, you got a deadline. You got Friday. Friday, we got to get it done or it's not a deal with you. Right. And if it's not a deal for you, tell us now. And now they're like, oh yeah, all right, well, let us work everything out. da da. Okay, great. We'll do a follow-up email tomorrow. Follow that up to us. We don't hear from you by Wednesday. We're dropping you. And that's just how you have to treat mm-hmm. these investors. Right. Because they got other shit to do. They don't give a fuck. You need two million dollars. They're gonna go drive their Maybach down to the fucking beach and you know, fucking have a mimosa. <laughs> you gotta fucking tell them. This is what I need right now. Right now, I gotta go. I don't have time to do anything else. I know you got shit to do. Get on your plane or whatever the fuck you do. Just give me money. So, anyways, so I go to this fucking. I go into the the convenience store, and I'm on my. I'm on the phone with my buddy from New Mexico, and I'm kind of bitching about these investors. And I hang up, and he's like, "What's wrong, Joe?" And I said, dude, I said, these people, man. I said, we just finished this movie. I'm trying to get another one done. I got these investors on the line. They're taking fucking forever. And the problem with these guys, they don't realize, like, we're on a fucking deadline. Like, mm-hmm. our window of opportunity between COVID and Hollywood getting back up on their fucking feet again is closing quickly. Sure. And I already have one movie in the pipeline. But if I can get two, I can get two movies in the pipeline, we'll be unstoppable. Because then Netflix and all these other people will take your ass fucking serious. Like, oh shit, you got $5 million worth of movies fucking done, right? Mm-hmm. And I said all this to him. I said, So if I looked at you, Sam, and I said, Do You don't even want $2 million, you would say? And he goes, I'd say yes. And I was like, What? Get the fuck out of here. And he's like, No, seriously. He goes, My brother, he, he does all the construction for downtown St. Pete. He's like, He's a billionaire. And I was like, What? <laughs> and he's like, Yeah, you got a deck? I said, Yeah, hold on. Ran home, got two decks, came back, handed it to him. He's like, I'll tell you by Friday. This was, this was Saturday.
2: Ask everybody. So you're going to have $2 million from some guy that does construction in St. Pete from the gas station by Friday. Why Who knows? not? Yeah. <laughs> Dude,
1: I had we had the money for sorority in three days. Zoom meeting, phone call, contract. And I, we were gone. I was in fucking L.A. making a movie. That quick. Because when they're serious, they're serious. Right. That's why it took me years. I've been doing this long, fucking time. I've made ten movies, where I've raised all the money on my own. And in that time, I've must have I've that I've talked to fucking five thousand investors.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: And ten of them were real. Because I made ten movies. Mm. Ten people out of five thousand people in. Tampa, St. Pete area, who probably all know me. Right. Because I talk to all the same rich people all the time. Yo, what do you got? I know Numbers you got game. fucking... Yeah, I know you're worth $100 million. Give me $2 million. Hello?
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Mom! Meme, <laughs> <laughs> meme. 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 Anyway, so you need to go. You need to build up, man. Stop making these low-end movies. And start making big, bigger movies—150, 200 thousand dollars. Because then you can pay yourself, you can pay your crew, you can get a decent cast, you can fucking put some money behind it, and push it for real. Right. You know, and getting 200 grand. That should be a cakewalk.
2: Should be a cakewalk. Yeah.
1: You probably know enough people out there. The who most got I got was money.
2: 80. That was the most I got.
1: There you go. That's a good fucking chunk of change. Right. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, man, we made hundred tears for seventy. I mean, I've never seen a dime of that movie, but uh, that's all because someone took it and ran
2: off with of it. Right. Yeah, and that's that's the other problem of of getting bigger budgets is I've I've had two budgets, one was eighty and one was eighty five, or one was eighty and one was seventy five, and I lost both of them. I just lost control. Listen. To the I've lost And it sucks. Three films. So the two movies I had the biggest budget on, I made zero dollars. And that's you know, I know if I'm making a little 3000 dollars movie, I'm gonna make probably four or five thousand dollars on it. Dude. And I know that's not even really worth it. But more me, this is more man. like a hobby for me. And you know it's a
1: business for me. All right. I gotta make a living at it. Sure. I got family, I wanna make money, I wanna fucking make movies, I wanna drive a fucking... Bugatti. Bugatti. Maybe. I don't really care about Bugattis. You just want to wake up I'll and take a fucking Bentley. Yeah. You know? I, I'd rather, I wouldn't mind driving like a really kick-ass fucking Chevy truck, you know, done up. You know? All fucking gothed out and fucking chrome skull for a hood ornament kind of thing. <laughs> uh, listen, I've lost four movies out of the ten I've made. Mm-hmm. Hunter Tears, Experiment 7, Nightfalls, and Hank. Hank, we had $500,000 for. It's gone. You know what she did? If you go to INDB and you look up a movie called The Bellkeeper, they just finished shooting two weeks ago. So that was Hank and they
2: changed it, the uh-huh. name? No shit. Mm-hmm.
1: They left all the characters the same name. Wow. I have my lawyers on it right I shouldn't even be saying this shit, but my lawyers on them right now. Right now, starring Randy Culture. Yeah. Hmm. So bad my manager, I I my manager called me, and was like, "Guess what?" No, it was Roy. He's like, "Guess what? I just found out through an effects artist." I was like, "You're gay." And, uh, <laughs> and he said, "No, man. He goes, they just finished Hank." I was like, "I knew they were shooting it because one of the producers, this guy, from France." who I kept, ha- I, was just, I stayed in contact with him, mm-hmm. even though I wanted to kill him. I stayed on his Instagram and TikTok. And he had started posting these pictures about four weeks ago of them in the woods and shit. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, he's making a movie in LA in the woods. And I was like, huh. And I showed my partners and I said, I bet these pictures, I bet they're shooting Hank right now. And then Roy calls me and he says, Hey, uh, Blah, 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 just got off a movie called The Bellkeeper. And I was like, yeah. He's like, they just wrapped. I said, "Uh uh-huh. I said, yeah, that was uh, Hank, right? And he's like, yeah. And I said, okay. All right. So I went on the IMDb. IMDb, I found it. They didn't change a single character's name. All they changed was the name of the fucking title of the movie.
2: Jeez. That'll get him. That'll work. So
1: I was like, (laughs) huh. So I, I copied everything. Sent to my lawyer, called Andrew, my lawyer. Andrew Barcelo, L.A. lawyer. Fucking fabulous. Uh, And I said, they just finished shooting the movie. Because we've been in litigation with them for like two years now. And uh, not litigation. We've been at a standstill because the contract clearly states they cannot make the movie without me directing. And I can't go make the movie without her producing. So what her brilliant brain did was... Well, if I hire somebody to rewrite the script and change the name, I'm not making his movie.
2: Right. But half of the movie was already shot, right? Right. So, so they can't – So technically can't, they can't really use that She footage. can't
1: make the movie – She can't make the movie just because she changed the title. Right. I still own the IP. So I called my lawyer and I was like, yo, check this shit out. I said, look at your email. And uh, so he's like, I cannot – he's like, wait, I can't believe that she did this because she's fucking crazy. Uh, so, he's like, alright, so now I'm waiting on a call from a litigation attorney, because we're gonna fucking shut that shit down now. Sorry, you heard it here first. Down. Yeah, I shouldn't even be talking about it, but... He took my fucking movie, then he tried to make it. Yeah. It's fucking ridiculous. Which is great, the weird irony... Did you write it? I wrote it and directed it, yeah. The irony is, is that, I think, if the universe... Is as great as I feel it is. It will release their movie right alongside Sorority. So I will have my own movie competing against
2: its own movie. Its own
1: movie. I'll be competing against myself in the theaters, and no one will know that because it's got different names attached as writers right. and directors. But I'll know. And then when Sorority stomps a fucking mud hole into that fucking movie, I'll have one. Universally,
0: Yeah, but <laughs> if you win the lawsuit, wouldn't you get that money anyway? Well,
1: also, that's the other lining is I could <laughs> – they could say I, – I could say, listen, I'm going to do this. You can keep the movie, but I want this. Yep. And then they could release the movie and I could still smash it. <laughs> and I'm still getting money from that and mine. And i smashing them as well. So. Yeah. I just laugh every day now like a crazy person because of what could happen.
4: <laughs> Well, yeah.
1: yeah, I wake up thinking about it, like, what the fuck are the chances that I'll be going against myself?
4: That's cool. But
0: depends. Yeah, we'll see.
1: Time will tell. Anyways, but to hmm. answer your question, dude, I've had four movies taken from me. My hard work, right? My fucking writing, my fucking acting, my fucking directing, and they've all been taken from me because the people who worked on them with me are fucking assholes, right? Sorry. So that's
2: the thing. Like my two biggest budget movies were literally taken from me. So that's like put a sour taste in my mouth of ever wanting Dude, to get a big budget. Drink a coffee. You know? Light
1: a fucking joint. Fucking yeah. move on. The hardest thing I ever had to do was move on from Hank. But now I laugh about it. I'm fucking crazy. And I'm going <laughs> to blow my brains out. But <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously. Like it killed me. I When Hank... When all that shit happened with Hank and, and, and it got stolen from me and production got shut down and and uh, I'm just left standing there in the woods in the fucking rain, literally, I was like, life cannot get any worse than this. And then I had another child. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. I, I love Isabella so much. She's the, I'm
0: going to tell the, her when she's her, older. Yeah. She's <laughs> like, who the fuck are you? Doesn't my dad have a restraining order against you? <laughs>
1: Uh, like no here he is showing his butt all what
0: do you mean who do you think of was videotaping <laughs> it
4: exactly
0: uh, get
1: in there Joe oh, better angle you know that destroyed me man it took me a long time to get over it but I got over it then I went and got money I got a million dollars to go make another movie after losing Hank a year later to the date I was on set making fucking my next movie so, fuck them. Silver lining. Don't fucking bring me down. Don't try to stop me either. Okay. Uh, Nothing I like better than a <laughs> challenge. Right.
0: Okay. There you We're go. Talking to you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Probably, okay, right? I'm just kidding. So, Julia, <laughs> being this early in your entertainment industry career, yes. what questions would you have entering this industry? For these gentlemen behind me, we're I would tell t- t- the abundance of. I know t- what her question
2: is. What's it like to be like on a real movie set? <laughs>
4: no. <laughs> um,
2: Instead of the chaos that I was on Chris's set.
3: <laughs> no, I mean I was on another set. Uh, I think just this conversation is helpful. It's just realizing that there are setbacks and any kind of tips to like how you start, what to yeah. do. I think it's one really thing hard.
4: In- it's
2: really hard.
3: Well, so is doing something you don't enjoy. Because a lot of things can be hard. Hard isn't bad.
2: And the funny it's thing is, not... I don't even know if I enjoy it. Hard is uh, good. Like, it's so hard, and you're just like, why am I doing this? But it's like a sickness. I left my high It's a sickness. It's a sickness. Like, you, you yeah. feel like you want to do it, and like something inside you makes yeah. you want to do it. I don't know why, what it is.
3: But I understand that.
2: It's creative urge or... I think you, you you have a movie in your head and you want it to be like that, so you like try to make it like that and mm. it doesn't always work out like that. Well, you'll but never
1: you'll never you try to get I mean I you'll feel you'll never like, get a hundred percent of what's written. Right. I feel think. like CSA,
2: I feel like the cheerleader movie is like sixty percent of what I wanted it to be. That's good. And
1: um, I'm happy with that. You know, with all the planning and everything we had to do for Sorority, there was still shit we had to cut.
2: Yeah. I'm sure Steven Spielberg makes movies like, yeah, yeah I wish I would have done that different, you know. just part of the business.
1: I don't know, man. He gets like 60 days to make a movie.
2: Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I don't even know what I would do with 60
1: but, like, days. They're like, we're going to shoot half a page today. <laughs> right. What are you talking about? <laughs> I I
2: like, what? <laughs> and, that, and what's funny is, you know, we were talking about Adam um, – so Adam is making a movie in April, and he asked me to help him out. I'm like, yeah. fine, I'll help you out, whatever. And he sends me the script. It's a 10-page script. I
3: read it. I'm trying to be And
2: honest. there's one, per- <laughs> one actor in the whole movie. It's 10 minutes long. It's yeah. a guy literally talking to a radio. Yeah. And or it seems girl. simple Thank enough, man. He's shooting it in two days, and I'm like, we could probably knock this out in like two hours. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm trying to get – Well, maybe he, he doesn't try- know that. I'm, he was just worked on our set. Like he knows we can shoot a feature in three days. Yeah. You know, like you should probably cut that deals. day. Wait, I keep telling them like, the more you know, you should pay your actor, pay your camera guy. You don't have to pay me or whoever else. That's fine. I'll help you. But you know, you should probably get at least 150 bucks and pay a couple people to be there mm-hmm. and cut it down to one day. Like, there's no reason to shoot this in two days. I mean, I could see if there was like five people, and a bunch I mean, dang um, But it's one person, you know? And so I'm trying to talk him down, I guess. So he's like, What'd you think of the script? I'm like, I think it's good for you to get your feet wet. <laughs> well, yeah,
0: that's some show of confidence.
2: No, I think it'll be fine. It's just, it's good for, it's the first thing he's ever done. So it's like, it's good for him to. Something simple and get them going, you know. Mm. But I told him, I said, this is my advice. You can take it or leave it. I said, I'd shoot in in one day. I'd pay your DP and your actor. And that's what I would do. So we'll see what he does. I think he's got a producer attached to it or something. What Um, does that mean? Someone that's helping him put it together, I guess. A 10-minute short?
1: Yeah. Yeah, like, what? Yeah, I could write that now. We could shoot it in here. We <laughs> shoot it right like now, We hour. have
4: cameras. We, we just shot it I could write a uh, 10-page uh, 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 script in about
2: four seconds. We, we have everything we need right about here. About four people in a room. We have an actress. Yeah. And fucking. We have an actor over here. Yeah. literally chair-bound.
0: Literally everything that's right there. We could yeah. shoot any, any direct, movie. <laughs> you direct. I'll shoot.
2: Tony can be an actor. She can be an actor. Bam. There's our movie. I could be in it too, you know. Yeah, you act too. Yeah. You yeah thank you for noticing I don't act, so I don't like know anything about that stuff. Don't you should though as a director. I'm you should know about so it. You should so, know. I understand you. it.
4: I well, just I'm not do good you? at it. No?
2: I think so. I'm just All not right. good at it. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I get I like freeze up. Like when I don't acting? know what it is. Yeah. Why? You want to tell your Like when I'm directing when I'm directing, I can tell the person, hey, I want you to say it like this or whatever. But then when it's like me, in front of the camera, like... I'll act to the, the fucking scene out if I have to. I'm just like...
1: If I, I gotta get it. on the floor and fucking act the whole scene out...
2: I feel like a fool. I will. I feel like dumb. Why? I, don't. I don't know.
1: You want them to get your vision across.
2: And if they're not landing their marks... Well, that's what I'm saying. When I'm directing, I can act out the scene and tell them how I want them to say it and all that. But when it's me in the spot, how you know to remember Hitchcock, the lines and all that... Alfred just, Hitchcock fired an actress.
1: He had already got all their close-ups. And fired her because she was kind of hard to work with. Mm -hmm. And then he got a look-alike and shot all the wines and anything that involved her hands or feet with this other actress. Even the reverses.
0: He had a lot of issues. Still in the movie. He had a lot of issues with actresses. Remember what he did with birds? The actress and birds. He like tormented her. Yeah, like tormented her through that whole movie. They, oh, yeah, they're going to be fake birds. No, they were real birds. <laughs> yeah. And he, sh- Well, you don't tell your act. Sometimes right. it's better than
1: that to tell your actors exactly. Absolutely. Telling. They, they could have like, killed her. I'm <laughs> I, don't I don't think so, but put her in the... Now, if Steven Spielberg hadn't told him that Jaws was real, then we would have had problems.
2: Right. Well, that thing looked horrible.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, that's why I've they cut said. it out of the
2: movie.
1: <laughs> we're going to make a movie about a shark. The shark doesn't work. Alright, cool. We're going to make a movie about the idea of the show. <laughs> a fin. We're
2: going to yeah. make a movie about a fin. You opened his mouth you saw Gears. What uh,
3: that was one of the first scary movies I saw in Russia when I was five and I was home alone. I was terrifying. So You're literally
1: on a uh, landlock. You're like, in Russia. <laughs> like, there ain't no great whites getting you in Russia. That I think the just the sound and the
3: theater. idea of alone, I mean, it, it wasn't yeah. so much like the shark, it's about just the, yeah. the ambiance. So if you're young, it is pretty terrifying. That's
2: yeah. the first movie I saw in the theater. Oh. That's showing my age. When he was 25. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He had just graduated <laughs> college. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it was Yale, 1921. <laughs> when did it come out? 75? Yeah, uh, 75. 35? Yeah. This is the number old. one movie in 1975, the year I was born.
0: I was six years old. I wasn't even a Thought, at all, just saying.
1: I was like an afterthought. I was like, "What do you mean you're
0: pregnant? <laughs> you were <laughs> an accident." Yeah, well, I was. My mom says it's a blessing. In disguise. Yeah. The
1: says it like that. It's a blessing.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. a face only a mother can love. Anyway. On <laughs> radio. I was gonna say face for radio. <laughs> Very nice. At this point, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us at Killer Collab Podcast. Yeah, My name is Tony Diffin, Tony D. As I always join Chris Lato from Reaper Films. Thank you. Joe Davison from Life. <laughs> <laughs> this week on Life. <laughs> Life with Joe Davison. And our special guest in the studio, Julia Starchewski. Thank you so much. Stay happy, stay healthy. Enjoy.